Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of 646 on the second season of the eighth episode of season two. We got some fantastic sports for y'all this coming up week. We got some great basketball, couple of hockey games in there sprinkled throughout. I know All-Star Weekend concluded, so the NBA is slowly getting back to the groove of things and making the final push and getting ready for the NBA playoffs later this year. But I know we're getting ready for March Madness and a lot of the conference plays wrapping up in men's and women's college basketball. So I got some games sprinkled in, trying to find some key matches for us to tune into. Though it's going to be tricky because as we're approaching that, games are starting to slow down. So we may have a week where we have to, you know, maybe next week we take off and not have six for six because of how the th- how sporting events are lining up. So we may have a bye week coming up. And uh, we don't like having bye weeks here on this network. We love to give you guys great content, but you know, depending how this you know sports that are available to create a six for six game, I guess script in general, I think we'll be able to figure it out. But you go, you know, we need some quick recap for y'all. What what our record is looking like? What our last week's picks were? What our our week is looking like? So we got you know last week's record. He's got two and four, not very good. This is the second time we had this happen this season where I went two and four in our picks. That is not great, ladies and gentlemen. We have to do better in selecting teams that we know we can get the dub. Because at the end of the day, the true goal of this network of this show is to get six picks right. And I have only gotten close once where I went five and one at another point in this season. So you can easily find that episode and figure out where I went five and one. You know, it gets the plays up as well. So that's a you know plus for me and also helps out MI6 as well, ladies and gentlemen. On top of that, my overall record now is 21 and 21. So we're back to 500. It's basically, basically I'm at zero again. But the question is, can I make the wins go up or will my losses be too, you know, enormous? And by the time we get to the end of the season, I'll probably be what, like 52 and 75 or something like that. I don't know. I'm just putting numbers up there and we'll just see what sticks. I know you guys can have a prediction, you know, figure out how many, you know, Six for six episodes we can do, depending on my schedule and how life goes. But we'll figure out how we'll get to the end of the season. I know in the month of December, we'll take some buy time. And I'll probably do a short closing episode to close out the season, give us average stats. And it wouldn't be like, I would say, recapping any sports coming up. It would just be concluding the episode, looking back, and having a great moment. And just doing more of the stats of everything. But let's get down to business, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go into 646. All right, first up in the sixth spot, we got the 76ers and the New York Knicks Sunday, February 27th, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on ABC. We got some basketball back, ladies and gentlemen. The Knicks and the 76ers, I know the 76ers got James Harden, so there's got to be a lot of excitement with the 76ers, what they got. You know, and Joel Embiid, you know, that's the two solid guys going to, you know, take the East by storm. The Nets are breaking themselves apart, so I think, the 76ers, as people are going to say, you got to trust in the process, I guess. Is the process enough? Is this 76ers team good enough to get to the end of the East and be true contenders? The East is like not easy this year. A lot of good teams, a lot of dynamic twos. And if you can get through it, you know, you're very, I would say you're destined for an NBA shot or at least NBA title. Now, if you look at the West, you know, you have, you know, the Warriors and the Suns. Lakers are doing wishy-washy with themselves, but it would be either they face, I would say, the Warriors or the Suns, depending how they end up battling out their series. 
But I think, oh, I can't forget the Jazz or the Mavericks. You know, some good contending teams. But out of the teams you could see making the NBA Finals, I think 76ers are probably in that mix or getting close to that mix right now, depending how what else they need to do to get things, you know, situated for that team. But let's break down some of their stats, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Knicks are not missing any players. And then Jaden Springer is going to be also out. Well, he's, he's not out for this game. It's more day-to-day. But since it's until Sunday, he will probably be more of touch-and-go. So he may be able to play this game. So players may not be ruled out. But as you can see, if you look at the last five games, the Knicks are on a three-game losing streak. And the 76ers beat the Milwaukee Bucks. So as you can see, the Milwaukee Bucks are a good team. They beat them by three. So this shows you how good the 76ers team really is. But with this pick, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go with the 76ers on this one. I think this team is just building up that momentum to make, I wouldn't say a deep push, but was a good, you know, coming off a win and going in into after All-Star Weekend, getting a win, getting back on track. I shouldn't say back on track, but making good strides to continue to go forward and all that stuff. In the fifth spot, we got some NHL. NHL, ladies and gentlemen, we got the Rangers and Penguins on Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time, ABC, and on ESPN+. Plus. So you have two places to watch this game, ladies and gentlemen. We're bringing some hockey action to you on this. And we're just looking at some of the stats. The Rangers, you know, out of the last five games, they have won four. And out of the Penguins' last five games, they have won three. So as you can see, it's very evenly matched. Definitely good you know, teams to watch this weekend. A lot of good content here, ladies and gentlemen. I know I'm not a, you know, big hockey analyst, not be able to give you all the, you know, flashy stats or how good these teams are. But at the end of the day, with how things are looking out of projections, I'm going to have to go with the Rangers on this one to win this game. Hopefully, you know, with the picks I have, we can go the full six for six, ladies and gentlemen. We will have to wait and see. Remember, you can catch this game, the Rangers-Penguins, Saturday, February 26th, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time on ABC and ESPN+. Next up in the fourth slot, we got the Celtics and the Nets, Thursday, February 24th, which is tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific on TNT. The Nets, obviously, they don't have James Harden, so this Nets team is weak. There's a lot of things going on with this organization. I just don't think they're going to be able to pull out against the Celtics on this one. Very key critical stuff. But we have to see, you know, Ben Simmons is out for that game as of February 22nd. So he's not going to be there. James Johnson is also going to is day-to-day. So there's just not a lot of good stuff with this Nets team right now. Very injury-prone. And if you look at the last, you know, five games – the you know Boston Celtics are four four for four for four for one. Uh, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. And then the Nets are two out of three, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the Nets are really struggling this year and losing key pieces along the way. I'm gonna have to go with the Celtics on this one, ladies and gentlemen. I just don't think the Nets are the team that we thought they were. And they, you know, let you know, I would say last year. The Nets team, I would say, could have won the title, but obviously injury prone. People couldn't stay healthy, and that wasn't the case. And now this Nets team basically was a super team that lasted a year. And that was kind of, would say, bad on drafting. If you're trying to win a championship now, it made sense. But now you're losing pieces, and how do you expect to win a title now after you lost some key critical pieces? But who knows? Maybe they'll rebound and be able to get back in the hunt in this one. But like I said, I'm picking the Celtics on this one. 
And this game, Celtics next, is Thursday, February 24th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific on TNT, ladies and gentlemen. And Corey Goodwich is tuning in, and he's saying he's going to go with Boston Celtics on this one. Next up in the third slot, we got the Mavericks and the Warriors, ladies and gentlemen. Sunday, February 27th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific on ESPN. Two solid basketball teams in the West, ladies and gentlemen. I know one of these teams will probably make, I would say the Warriors will make a deep run in the playoffs, but I would say the Mavericks will give them a run for their money. It's not going to be easy, easy task in their West, but I know this Warriors team will take care of business. But if you even look at, you know, some of the injury issues, you know, the only team player that's really critical for both of these, I should say, this matchup is not them not having Draymond Green, the Warriors. So it's very dampening on that on them. But at the same time, the Mavericks out of their last five games are four and one. They won four games and lost one. But the Warriors are struggling. They're the complete opposite right now. They are one and four right now out of the last five games. Not doing well, but I know they're going to try to snap this losing streak. Losing a lot of close games here and there, playing teams close. Like, for example, when they play the Denver Nuggets, the Warriors lost by one point. But when they play the Clippers, they got more of like beat. It was 119 to 104. They beat the Lakers by two, 117 to 115. They lose to the New York Knicks, 116 to 114. And then they lose to Utah, getting blown out 111, 111 to 85 so as you can see this warriors team is being playing close games but they're losing so i think they're going to snap this losing streak and turning it around i understand you have low management and trying to factor that in but i think the warriors are going to be able to find a way to squeak this out and plus they're going to be at home so this is going to be you know a great way to come off of all-star weekend in your home crowd make sure you take care of business and win this game remember ladies and gentlemen this game can be found on espn and this matchup is the Dallas Mavericks against the Golden State Warriors Sunday, February 27th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific on ESPN. Great matchups in here, ladies and gentlemen. And Corey Gurwich is also giving his pick. And he's going to go with the Golden State Warriors on this one. Next up, I don't know how you leave this off. You know, the television networks, I don't know how I feel about this. When I saw it and I saw it wasn't being televised, I'm like saying, how can you not put a ranked matchup on television at least? It's women's basketball, LSU number eight versus Tennessee number 16 in women's college basketball, Sunday, February 27th, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. But ladies and gentlemen, there is no TV broadcast for this game. How do you have two ranked schools in women's basketball and you don't have them ranked? Well, I shouldn't say ranked, but on television so I could watch this game. This we're getting close to March Madness, and you don't have me to be able to scout these two teams and help me with my bracket for the women's college basketball tournament. Come on now, ESPN, ABC, NBC. Come on, we got to watch some good women's basketball here. I want to say, you know, the Tennessee Lady Volunteers are going to, you know, come out, get back on track, and make sure they have good sitting in this, you know, in their playoffs, not in the playoffs, but in the tournament. But I'm, I'm still trying to fathom, like, you have a ranked match and you, and you don't have it on that. I shouldn't say national television, but at least on television for us to watch on ESPN plus or something along those lines. And I understand there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of sports, but 
this is a critical matchup. I, look at the last five games. Let, let me put it out there. Last five games. LSU is 5-0 and in the last five games. Now you look at Tennessee, on the other hand, they're 2-3. and you know, not, not the greatest in the last five games, but they're doing what they can, getting ready for the playoff. Well, not the playoffs, the tournament and all that stuff. But if you look at some of their records, conference play is not bad. LSU is 11-3. Tennessee is 10-4. and four. It's like literally the conference record shows for itself. This is, this is a pretty good map, I would say, on paper. But if you look at the wins and losses overall, LSU is 23-4 compared to Tennessee's 21-6. As you can see, Still good matchup. Come on. This is a great matchup. And yet I'm not able to see it. Ah, disappointing. I'm going to have to be checking my phone to just see up the scores because I, I hope Tennessee's able to pull it out. The Lady Volunteers, I know they put in some hard work this season. Same with the LSU Tigers. But at the same time, like, I can't watch this game. Like, I don't know. Maybe ESPN one day will, you know, figure it out and give us some good women's sports that we can watch and support those athletes, what they do and what they love for the sport. But that's my, you know, my two cents for that. You know, watch, watching it, watch it's not on TV. Wow. That's crazy. And it's going to be a good game. Thank you, Corey. And I know. Like I, I, I tell you, it's, it just doesn't make sense. How do you not have that game on television? I don't know. It's just my, I guess my my rants. I understand when I'm building this script, I don't have the winning percentage or all the stats of what the women athletes do for women's hoops because it's not provided on ESPN. And maybe I have to go to a third party source and find it, but I would make my my script a little bit easier for me to go and you know build this script off of ESPN and because it has a lot of good stats. But I may need to find another website, ladies and gentlemen. And Kirsty Wilson's also going to go with Tennessee on this. With that, we're going to go to our number one pick. And I understand, why couldn't you make this game number one? It's not being televised. I could, if this was being televised, ladies and gentlemen, this would have been my number one game of the week. Because it's just so good. I, I don't know what to tell y'all. I just don't know what to tell y'all. But the number one game, we got the Jazz and the Suns. I think, to me, this would be the number two compared to the women's basketball. I think that's number one. But I beg to differ and all that stuff. I, I, I'll just off my soapbox, my, my soapbox on that. But, you know, just looking at uh, the Utah Jazz, they're missing um, Davian Mitchell, but the Suns are missing Chris Paul. A lot of two key factors for both of these teams. And the Suns are on a five game winning streak, and the Jazz are four and one in the last five games. They have the Suns winning it, but I'm going to go against it since Chris Paul is out. I'm going to go with the Utah Jazz taking care of business on this one. Make it clean and easy on top of that. I understand it's not going to be easy because the Suns have been stellar at home. They've been 26-5. and five. Jazz not great on the road. They're 15-12. and 12. But I know if you don't have Chris Paul, the field general, the court general out there for the Suns, I think it's going to be a different story. But you can catch this game on Sunday, February 27th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, 12.30 p.m. Pacific on ABC. This game is the Jazz and the Suns. Two good matchups here this Sunday. Let me read some of our comments to do before we do a quick recap on tonight's show. Oh, we, what we got here? Kirsty Wilson is picking the Suns. And Corey is picking the Utah Jazz. And she says, never bet against Devin Booker. I know I wish I would flip over to, you know, the MI6, you know, six for six, you know, shorts that we have. Not shorts, but like GIFs. 
I just picture Callan saying Bucks and six compared to Isaiah's Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns losing in the NBA Finals. That's all I picture right now. Bucks in six. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let me do a quick recap for all the games that we have this week. So we're starting off back in the world of Sunday, 76ers versus the New York Knicks. Sunday, February 27th, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on ABC. I got the 76ers going to win this game. Going to be a great matchup. Great way to come back off of All-Star Weekend. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we got the Rangers and the Penguins. We got some NHL for you on Saturday, February 26th, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, 12, I guess, noon Pacific time on ABC and on ESPN+. Plus. Two games to watch, two channels you can watch this game on. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have the Rangers on this one. Next up, we got the Celtics and the Nets. The Nets are missing a lot of key players. They're just not the same team that we once saw. So I'm going to pick the Celtics. They're going to take care of business. You can catch this game Thursday, February 24th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific on TNT. Next up, we got the Mavericks and the Warriors. Sunday, February 27th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific on ESPN. And I'm going to have the Warriors win this one, ladies and gentlemen. Number two, the game that I've been giving grief about, the game that I want to be on television, but it's not on television. LSU, number eight in the nation versus number 16, Tennessee, women's college basketball, Sunday, February 27th, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time. And you can't watch it. All you can do is check the websites of ESPN, wherever you watch your, I guess, get your stats and scores for women's college hoops because this game, I would say, is robbed from national television or at least regional broadcasting. Hopefully, you know, as we get closer, maybe, you know, we get some more love to women's sports. So when it's on, ladies and gentlemen, tune in, support them so we can get those ratings up so we can get more of these great games that we're missing on TV so we can support these ladies and what they do and what the sport they love and for all the sports that they love. And so support the women athletes when you get a chance and the opportunity. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, our number one spot, the Utah Jazz versus the Phoenix Suns, Sunday, February 27th, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, 12.30 p.m. Pacific on ABC, and I got the Utah Jazz with that. With that, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it. I'll do a quick reminder what my overall record was for last week. So over last week's record, I was 2-4, and four. not the best, could have been worse, but we... Stayed away from the void of going one and five. It feels like the last five games. It feels like if I do the last six games for me. So I, you can see the streak and all that stuff. But that means my overall record for season two of six for six is 21 for 21. So technically this show, I shouldn't say show is legal enough to drink, but my wins and losses are legal enough to drink. Let's go with that, ladies and gentlemen. That'll be it for tonight's program. Hope you enjoyed this fantastic show. And all that we put together here on the MI6, MI6 Sports Network. But that will do it for tonight for us here on the MI6 Sports Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. So long for now and see you all next week. Maybe next week, depending on how the sporting events are. But we'll see you next time here on the MI6 Sports Network and here for 6 for 6. So long for now. Bye-bye.